I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We're back again, episode 47 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And please check us out on all the streaming platforms. We're available on all the good ones, whether that's your Amazons, your Spotify's, your Googles, YouTube. Please make sure you go into our bios on Instagram and Twitter and um, hit the link in the bios and that'll take you to where we are for all our links. But yeah, man, hey, how, how have you been, bro? I hope you, are you enjoying this heat wave. Boy, it's nuts, man. I'm suffering here, man. Um, <laughs> it's but nuts. I've, I've got my fan on in the background, so listeners, if you can hear that little little fan going, I I I, I had to do it. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't come and die, man. This heat, this heat is crazy. Boy, I always just heat wave lasting then. You know, this country is always up and down. So I saw something about this week. What do you rain again? A lot of rain. So nah, nah, I need it. <laughs> right now, I'll take it. It's so funny because we're so quick to complain when the weather's crap and it's like, oh, all we get is rain, 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 or it's cold. And then we, we beg for some heat and then the heat does come. And yeah. then we complain again and say it's too hot or it's too nasty. We're never happy. We're never, never yeah, happy. Nah, that's the thing. But oh well. Trust me, that's 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 how it is, I guess. That's just you gotta accept it. It's we're just indecisive and we're never happy, man. It is what it is. But um let's talk about something we can be happy about happy about, and that's good boxing matchups and good boxing fights. And we got another good one uh on the weekend just went um on Saturday. I think we obviously we were both very excited about how we thought that we were gonna see a undisputed light, uh, super waterweight or light middleweight champion. No, uh, a champion at 154 with all the belts, for all the marbles. And in true anticlimactic fashion, we were let down <laughs> and we were disappointed. Um, Jim- I wouldn't Trump. even say disappointed, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't even say disappointed too much. Uh, well, but... disappointing that we didn't get a, a a winner, as in you know, a face that we can calmly say is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that much. Um, the fight was excellent, though. Um, Jamal Charlo, yeah. Brian Castaño, um, brilliant, brilliant fight. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, just a shame that we couldn't actually crown crown an outright winner. Um, yeah, did, did, yeah. Did you catch the fight first of all? Yes, I did. I did. Um... Yeah, quality fight, man. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, what were your thoughts on the fight? Um, it ebbed back and forth. Um, I made sure I was scoring it as, as we went along. Um, but yeah, um, Derek James, I felt, was giving Charlie the right advice. Um, Castagna was coming forward, walking in now and try, trying to get, into, get sit on Charlie's chest and work him on the inside, corner him. And Charlo was kind of work, trying to work the jab for most of the fight, trying to work the straight right hands. Um, he wasn't really bouncing on his toes, but he was trying to keep his distance and such. But um, Castagna was just trying to steal rounds early on, you know. He was waiting until the last 30 seconds and unloaded on Charlo. It was a good fight, man. It was hard. It was difficult to score, but it was scorable. But um, yeah, quality fight, man. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if we want to talk through it round by round. Or... Yeah, let's, well, let's, let's, let's sort of like give an overview because I think we sort of yeah, let's it give it last ep- we, we sort of called it last episode, right, in terms of what we're going to see from Castanio. Um, I think we've said before that we, we've been impressed by him and he's obviously, he's a, he's a short fighter, short in terms of um, stature and reach. Yeah. So we sort of knew that he's, he's someone that likes to work on the inside and... Um, you know, yeah, do most of his work on, on the inside. Get, get you know, we know he'll be on Charlo's chest and he'll try and pressure him against the ropes. And that's exactly what he brought to the table. Um, he didn't deviate from that game plan. Um, he tried to be on Charlo's chest and he tried to pressure him against the ropes. He has very, very good lateral movement as well, uh, Castaño. So, um, yeah, he tried to um, use that lateral movement to his advantage, shall I say. Yeah, he was cutting off the ring really well. Um, and his head movement when he was in range was really good as well. Um, he didn't really set up much up with the jab. He would come into range and work his head movement and almost try and counter Charlo's jab. It was a good game plan, a very good game plan, actually. And um, almost had it, you know. The first, I mean, the first half of the fight, I yeah. think he, he, was ta- he was taking it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Even, yeah, sorry, go on. I'm trying to think how I scored it. I think by round six, I might have had it even, actually. Right. Then, yeah. S- uh, then, yeah. Then I think the last the last six rounds, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, early on, obviously, we've seen, I think it was in round two, where Castagna was pressuring Charlo, and Charlo's caught him with a wonderful counter, counter shot. Yeah. Just sent Castagna back. And then Charles tried to pounce on him and he's, you know, he's forcing him back and whatnot. And I'm thinking, okay, this is what I kind of expected. I expected Cassani to apply the pressure, but Charlo would be able to use his athleticism to sort of pick the really right counter shots. And obviously when it comes to power stakes, I always favor Charlo because Charlo is, is quite powerful. You know, he can get guys out of there. We've seen, but then I think the shock that came from me was the third round when yep. Castaño has got it back in blood, <laughs> shall we say. And he's hurt Charlo towards the end of a round and he's rocked him twice. In that, He rocked yep. two shots and rocked him badly. Like Charlo's mm-hmm. knees buckled and he was against the ropes. And I thought, uh, wait. His, his arm was down there out the ring. <laughs> brother. And then Castaño's tried to bounce him. And I thought, no way are we going to see. I said, no way, no way. But because um, Charlo's got a very good chin. He's known for having a very good chin. So yeah. Those two rounds back-to-back set the tone for me for the fight. And I knew I was going to be in for a really, really exciting fight. Um, I think then obviously going in towards the rounds, it was a case of Castaño forcing the issue. Charlo sort of being on the back foot for a lot of it, but still picking good counter shots. Um, I wanted to see Charlo be more authoritative with his jab. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he was letting Castaño get him against the ropes and beat him up in the inside too easily. Do, do you agree? Yeah, I think he, he was trying to use his jab early on in the rounds and whatnot, but it wasn't... Because he's got a strong... He's got a good jab. He's got a very good jab, but it wasn't a jab that was going to push push back Castaño. Because Castaño was catching a lot of it on his gloves. He had like the peekaboo thing with his, yeah, glove, his high, high guard. Yeah. High guard. And he was catching a lot of them on his gloves and whatnot. So... He needed to be sticking that right down the pipe, like sticking that jab down his throat almost. And... Yeah, basically just to stop him. Um, and even yeah. the body as well. Charlo doesn't really invest in the body, you know? 
Yeah, he didn't. I, I felt like he, he should he should have been going to the body a lot more with the high guard as well. Exactly. Um, it makes sense if, if the guards up there go for whatever target is, which is obviously going to be the body. So it, it, it was annoying me that he wasn't really go invested in the body at all, and it was there to be invested to. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was quite seesawy. But I, I for me, I, I I think by the midway point, I think I had Castanio ahead. At the time, yeah. for sure, um, and I, I felt like Charlo was letting rounds go, or letting because of just the fact that just purely off activity that Castagna was bringing, yeah. I thought Charlo wasn't being active enough, and the activity which Castagna was bringing was was winning him the rounds, basically help, helping him, like you said, steal rounds. It was stealing rounds, yeah, and especially in the in the in the last minute or so, he would come up with a mad flurry in the last, and it's, it's the last thing you remember of the round. The last 10 seconds, you, you hear the klaxon and be like, yep, my time. Boom, 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 boom. And Charlo was almost letting him do it. It's like, if you know yeah. what he's going to do, just <laughs> get on your bike almost. This is why I say, well, I'm looking at the, the Charlo twins. Mel always doesn't see, he's striking me as, he's, he's not, he hasn't got the killer, the, the sort of the killer mentality like his brother has. Because we've seen a few times now, guys have been able to force Mel back and yep. have him on the back foot and have him against the ropes and bully him against the ropes. Castanio's 5'7". <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you know, will be 67-inch reach. Like, Charlo's physical size advantages are massive compared to Castanio. But Castanio was fighting like the bigger man in there. He was pushing him back. He was pressuring him against the ropes and on the inside, beating him up on the inside. And, yeah, I feel like, you know, I wanted Charlo to be more authoritative with the job, obviously, and just be more assertive with his work. I don't think he was doing it enough. And it was yeah. frustrating me, obviously, because obviously, you, because every time when Jamel decided to be assertive, look what happened each time. Castagna was forced back straight away. Like, you, yeah. like when when Mel landed these good shots, like they his 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 good shots were more telling as opposed to Castagna's good shots against 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 um against Mel. If you know what I'm trying to say, um, his his shots looked more hurtful, and yeah. yeah. I feel like whenever he was assertive, whenever he put his foot down, Castagna was backing up. And Castagna didn't want to know. <laughs> he was yeah. backpedaling, lateral moving, trying to sort of evade and whatnot. Because, yeah, I think I think Mel hurt, Mel hurt him a couple times in there. But yeah. Yeah, he just wasn't assertive enough for my liking. He, he kept trying... It, it was always like he was... Early on, he was baiting Castagna. He was he was letting him come on to him. He felt like that was maybe his thinking that ah, oh, I'll let him come on to him and I'll catch him with because he hurt him in the second round of that a kind of left hook was it? And yeah. yes, yeah. It was, so he thought ah oh, yeah, this is, let me just buy my time. I let him come on to me and he was trying to catch him with counter shots and almost trying to sit and wait for him. Mm. But it weren't working after that second round up until a certain point anyway. So he was yeah. losing rounds because that plan wasn't working. Yeah. He should have just kept... Derek James was actually saying the right thing. Jab and move. Stop letting him steal yeah, rounds. I actually liked Derek James's advice in the corner. Um, yeah. I thought he said everything that I wanted. I, I was sort of saying, sitting, watching it from home. Mm. Um, and I think, obviously, later rounds now, it's got to the point where Derek James is there saying to straight up to Mel, you're losing this fight. You're down. Get to work. Let's go. Like, he was sort of geeing him up. Do you remember? He was trying to sort of get him active. Yeah, and um, I think there was one point where Jamel was probably in disbelief. He couldn't believe he was losing, but Derek James was like, "Yeah, you're you're down, and you need to get to work." And um, I I like to say yeah. that Mel listened because towards the later rounds now, Mel's come back really strong, 
And to me, he took a lot of the, the, the later rounds. He took a lot of the later rounds. So it, I think it did work a little bit. But I just feel like it should have come yeah. sooner. Um, I think I think from seven to nine, I gave to Castagna. And then from 10 to 12, I gave to Charlo. So that, that was the swing yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, it might as well ask the question now. How, how did you screw it? <laughs> Um, like, what, 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 what was your outcome of the fight? I wasn't mad at a draw, you know. I think, yeah. I think, I think I was. I think I gave it a draw, you know. I think when I scored it originally, I, I, I had it as a draw. Um, I remember saying that I think Mel needs a lockout to win, as he wants to win mm. the fight. But if he gets this last round, I'll, it's a draw. And um, he did, to me, he did just about take the last round. So yeah, yeah I, I, I gave it as a draw. So I was I actually wasn't mad at a draw. Yeah. There was one bit I was mad at though. We might as well talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but boxing, you know, we love you so much, boxing. We love you so much. We love it so much, right? Um, scorecards. Scorecards, scorecards, scorecards. It's not like yeah. a broken record. It comes up every time in every big fight. 117-111. I can't believe Shut it. Up. I still can't believe it. One judge, yeah. So, listeners, um, I think the scorecards were 114, 113. One judge gave it to Castagna. Yeah. Um, another judge, I'm not sure which judge it was, 117, 111 to Charlo. And then the final judge gave it 114, 114. So, yeah. split decision draw. Split decision draw. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, no, I'm not angry at a draw, but I, I'm very angry at 117, 111. That's egregious. That's a nuts. That's, that's agree- nuts. That's, that's, that's nasty. So wait, that does that mean like he gave him three rounds? Three rounds. To <laughs> he, gave, he gave Cassandra three rounds. Gave nine to Charlo. That is disgusting. That 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 is egregious, oh, wait. man. Maybe gave one. Maybe gave one even. Um, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. That's horrible, man. That's horrible. What fight was he watching? Yeah, um, it's nuts because I scored it a draw. You, you gave it a draw it. as well. Yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. And those last three rounds, like you say, were telling me because Charlo hurt him bad, badly in the 10th. Yes. And that was... Let me say something about that 10th round. I want to shout out Castanio because he was hurt badly and he done what he took to survive. Yeah. <laughs> then he heard the klaxon for 10 seconds left and, and he thought, buddy, I'll, be, I'll meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll meet you for the last 10 seconds and start banging up with Charlo. I was like, like, this guy is a very crazy. smart fighter, you know, because I think he knows yeah. he can't... In terms of power punches and power stakes, he can't live with Charlo. And we saw that when Charlo was landing those bombs, he was back went backing up. He wasn't ready to, he knew that he can't fight fire with fire because yeah. Castaño's punches don't have the same effect as compared to Charlo's punches. That's just how it is. Apart from that time when he hurt him in the second round, I can't really say Charlo's knees were buckled in the fight again, to my knowledge, to, to what I remember. But I think, I'm sorry, apart from that time in the third round. But I, re- I remember seeing Castaño hurt a couple times from Charlo's shots. Yeah. But, um, He's very, yeah, he was very smart at when he did get hurt. Because don't forget, this is someone that likes to stay in front of you. Yeah. Be on your chest. But when he did get hurt, boy, did you see him. He back- got out of it. <laughs> Quick. Backpedal. And then shuffle. Move. Move. Yeah, brother. He, he very, very smart. And obviously, as you, as, as you mentioned, you know, when it was time, the 10, 10, last 10 seconds, he thought, all right, cool. Let me start boxing. <laughs> he, he's a very, very smart boxer. Very, very good boxer. Yeah. For someone that's so small in stature. He does put you under a lot of pressure with great footwork, great lateral movement, 
and just just yeah just great great pressure you know good good combinations as well you know a lot of high high energy high high work rate but um yeah that 10th round was sick i'm the 11th round being sick as well um yes. <laughs> that round was because that, that round was so telling i was like i think the first minute was charlo the second minute was maybe castanio then the last minute they were just going back and forth and i think charlo had a flurry in the last 10 seconds this time he didn't he didn't give it to castanio yeah. He was like, no, nah, I'm having this. Back, yeah. Hurt him and backed him up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was quality. But yeah, 117, 111 is ridiculous. Um, I hate talking about it. Judges and you know, just seeing bad judging cards and whatnot. But it's boxing with something we're always gonna, it's always something we're always gonna see, unfortunately. I would like <sighs> to know what that guy saw to give Charlo nine rounds as opposed to thing he's free, but we'll never know. <laughs> The good thing is that it, you can't call it a robbery or anything. You can't say it affected the outcome of the fight um, yeah. because it was a close fight. Two judges scored it pretty pretty close. Mm. Um, and in the end, it was a split decision draw. So yeah. uh, whatever that judge had in mind <laughs> that he was trying to do, it didn't affect the outcome as such. So, yeah. And the good thing is, I mean, us fans, we kind of win because we get to see the fight again. I mean, yeah. that was a quality fight. I mean, I'm always even happy. I'm happy it's a draw, you know. Yeah, just, <laughs> what, just, just so you can see them run it back. Yeah, I need to. I need to see that one. That's, yeah, man, that... I, 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 I'm looking forward to the run back for sure. Um, mm. um, yeah, they both deserve it. Um, it's a great advert for Castanio as well. Like I said last week, I said that if he puts in a good performance, people are gonna, you know, be aware of him now. And clearly, you know, such a performance like that. They, they have no choice but to look at him. You know, Brian Castanio is a quality fighter, as we can see. And um, he deserves to be there. You know, he, he's, he's, he's boxing at this level for a reason. Um, do you feel like this is an opportunity missed for Jamel, though? Yeah, because when you deep it, like we even alluded to it last episode, that uh, we hope they don't rob Castanio. And it looks yeah. like some certain pounds to be were trying it there. But um, <laughs> it was in his hometown. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I, I assume it was all American judges or something nuts, maybe. No, it was um, one Puerto Rican. One Puerto Rican. I think two Americans. Okay, well, Puerto Ricans in America, so. <laughs> but anyway, like he, everything was in his favor. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's almost it's almost, but we get to run it back, and you can go back to the drawing boards we kind of know what he needed to do to win. And he yeah. he knows that now kind of thing. So yeah, it's almost delaying what could have been for him. He can, he can win a rematch, but so can Castaño now. It's going to be tough, um, man. It's going to be, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, was, I meant for Castaño, it's going to be so tough to win a rematch, yeah. I won't lie. Like, yeah. I, I think Castaño's got to knock him out. I, I don't think Castaño's got the ability to, to knock him out, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's because he almost didn't give like when he hurt him in the third round, he didn't give himself enough time to kind of follow up and get him out of there. Like, yeah. The belt. yeah. And they both had their powers of recovery, both of them were, were pretty impressive. So, yeah. Um, they don't stay hurt, <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to see another rematch. The crowd, the crowd were, were quality as well. Yeah. They, they were gas. Yeah. Yeah. They made the fight seem live as well. So, and I ain't complaining too much because we know these, both of these guys are willing to get in there. Yeah, we won't see no running and ex- making excuses about a rematch. I know they both win it. Yeah, so yeah, we win. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just feel like, like I said, I like Jamel Charlo. 
I like what he stands for and whatnot, but I just see a bit of vulnerabilities there. But he's on his way to where he is right now. And what three of the belts you can't you can't really argue against. Um but yeah, I, I can't wait for a rematch. I hope they, they sort of sort that out soon and we get that. Mm, they might be able to they might they might be able to get that end of the year, maybe. Maybe. If they're smart, they would. Or they could they could be pushing for it to make it a pay-per-view, you know. Maybe. Who knows? Because that fight. Remember, we said <laughs> that, that we, we said that's a that's a pay-per-view fight. That's the that's the one that's worthy the most. Yeah, we were surprised it went, but but now they can maybe promote it a bit more after that yeah. first fight. One hundred percent. Yeah. And to be fair, it's not really like a missed opportunity for Mel because he doesn't even have aspirations of moving up. He said, yeah. so he's going to be chilling at this weight. So it's yeah. not like it's the, the laying any plans for him to move up or anything. Yeah. I think he wants to chill here, defend these belts a few times. Harrison. Remember the the, the Charlos are thirty one. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not young kids True. anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like. They're in a rush to go anywhere. But yeah. yeah, I'm just happy that we get another one of those, man. Yeah, Even yeah, if no. someone did lose, I would still see a rematch. Yeah. Make it a trinity for like it. And then fight Harrison. Start, start, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> as long as we get another Harrison fight, I'm happy. Another Harrison yeah. press conference, as you said. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but quality fight. Hats off to both fighters, man. They were they, they put on the show for sure. And um, yeah, bring on the rematch, man. Bring on the rematch. Um, shout out to Brian Castaño, man. You've announced yourself to a lot of people. Obviously, we were aware of him. We knew about him, but a lot of people wouldn't have been aware. And now they, you know, they see as you know, as we said, this guy's amateur pedigree is sick as well. So he's a proper, proper good boxer, and um, he's competing in a division where he's smaller than everyone. But boy, is he? He's a, he's a problem. He's a real. He can fight for sure. Um, so yeah, hats off, hats off. Um, that was only sort of action that we got this, you know, on the weekend. There wasn't really anything else to sort of talk about. But we do have a fight we can talk about coming up this weekend. Uh, Saturday the 24th. Uh, I think we called for it on a pod before. We said we need to see Joe Joyce in another fight. It's been a while since the Dubois victory. And um, yeah, he's got a fight against Carlos Takam, who is, I guess, a well-known opponent. Someone we know who likes to come and fight. Yep. That doesn't, doesn't duck or anything. Tough, tough cookie. Always been a tough cookie. We'll come in shape and we'll come looking to push Joe Joyce. Um, first of all, it's good to see Joe Joyce back. Um, obviously, the, I think the win against the Bois was almost like a career win for him, um, especially considering he was, I guess, the favourite to, to... Well, he was he was a favourite to win. That's for sure. I think he yeah. was... Yeah, he, yeah. the Bois was favourite, wasn't he? Um, so, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing Joe Joyce back out there. I think he should put away Takam especially with the aspirations he has anyways. But it'd be interesting yep. to see how he handles the pressure we know Takam will bring. Takam's another guy that's smaller than a lot of heavyweights in terms of stature, but he comes with a lot of pressure and he's tough and he's in shape and he's strong, in he, Takam? So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that fight. I think it'll be quite an interesting fight because Takam doesn't really come to, to run away, does he? Come forward style. Yeah, one who likes to sell your chest, bang out. Yeah, he's actually got decent boxing ability as well. To I like Takam, man. I've always yeah, liked him. He, he can actually box, but um, yeah, um, he's old now. He's what, touching forty. I think he he's might be forty already. You know. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I think he's off the. He's coming off the back of a few wins since he's lost his to Chizora. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which 
let's be real. Chisora is getting beat, beat badly. Look, that fight. Blackham, Blackham was killing him. <laughs> he was getting it, beat it was badly. a fun fight because there were occasions where Chisora would like wake up and start throwing as well. But for the most part, Takam's work rate, that fight was was crazy. Like he was all over him up yeah. until like up until that crazy knockout, which was a, one of the best knockouts. But yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, I think the only thing against Takam is his age. He he obviously yeah, he is old, he's been around for a long time. Um but then again, Joe Joyce is old too. Um but yeah, I don't think Joe Joyce is as as um no, what's the word I'm looking for? I just don't think he's he's uh, yeah, I don't think what's he's is... sorry. Yeah, he's not been as in as many wars and whatnot yeah. as yeah, Takam. basically. There's, not, a word, there's a word they're looking for, but I can't find it. Mileage, you know mileage, I mean? yes. is that mileage, the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mileage, <laughs> mileage, yeah. 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 There we go. Takam's got a lot of mileage on him. Let's be real. Um, yeah, Joe should come through it, and he should try and do it in impressive fashion. Um, should probably be going for a knockout um, earlier than Tizuru and AJ done it. Make a bit of a statement. Do you think he would though? That's not really is that mm, Tifa, yeah. You know what I was gonna say, it's not really style, but no, that's a lie. He does he does sometimes go for think for people. Yeah, I that's, think he should yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, we're looking at Takam's age as well, man. Yeah. yeah. He's he's been in some battles, so he should he should be trying to stop him, make a statement. Um yes, and it should be a good fight. But yeah, I, I think Joyce Joyce wins, really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see anything we, past Joe Joyce win. Um, we look at Joyce, we, he's what only had like 12 fights, but his experience is extensive in terms of the amateur experience. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Joyce should win. He's He's got the momentum, some big wins under his belt already, and he's yeah. got huge aspirations now. He wants, if Usyk and AJ gets made, he becomes mandatory for that WBO belt, I believe. Right. Because Usyk's yeah, yeah, yeah. mandatory. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, Unless he has to fight an eliminator to be mandatory, he will automatically be mandatory um, yeah. for that belt. So yeah, so that's fair. His eyes are on the prize. He should have looked past that gun, but um, yeah, winning this means a lot for him. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It's 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 still every 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 fight he's in right now is important because he's he's on that sort of world title trail, I guess. So um, it's a shame that obviously. AJ and Fury couldn't be made because obviously I was looking forward to seeing the, the Joyce Usyk rematch from the amateur days, but you yeah, know, that, that 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 will come at some point. That will come maybe when they once AJ yeah, but if if AJ beats Usyk, that will free him up and whatnot. But um, yeah, state a big statement a big statement will be made if he stops Takam quicker than AJ. I think AJ did it in seven, if I'm not mistaken. No, was ten. It? Remember, ten. it was late on. Yeah. Right, okay. AJ had like the, the busted nose and whatnot. Yeah, yeah to be fair, to be fair, AJ was beating him up, but Takam was just was durable. Yeah, that's what it was. It was very, very durable in there, and I even felt sorry for him. I remember actually, yeah, because the stoppage, I felt like the referee could allow Takam to continue because he wasn't proper out on his feet. But you know, the referee likes to save AJ's opponents, so um, yeah. it is what it is. But um, yeah, um, I'm I'm looking forward to Takam just being a good opponent and you know being a good showing. But um, yeah, a big statement will be made if, if Joyce gets him in like, yeah, before before round 10. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look towards Chisora as a yardstick because Chisora was getting beat up, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Joyce should be looking to, I guess, assert his dominance. Uh, one thing about Joyce, he's very good at using his size and reach. Yeah. And he's got that in abundance compared to Takam. Takam, I think it's about six foot for a heavyweight compared. Joe Joyce is what, six 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 seven. So... 
and he's a big, big guy as well, Jojo. So I, I think he was, he was certainly size and dominance. Jab him to death, obviously. We know he likes to jab you to death and then get him out of there eventually. Um, but it's, it's good to see him back. We know Jojo can take a punch as well. Yeah. He's got a chin. He's, so, he's, yeah. he's a tough, tough guy. It's, just, it's good to see him back because I, I almost felt like, obviously, we know that Dubois was Frank's gold goose and he was the favourite, really. And Frank really wanted Dubois to win so he can push on this Dubois train. Um, so Joyce winning sort of ruined those plans. But I just almost felt like he's sort of been put on the back burner since then. He's sort of just been like tucked away in the back of a cupboard. And this this is the guy that won. This is this this is your future heavyweight prospect, even though he's not really a prospect. You know what I mean, though? He's the one you should really be riding behind, not Daniel Dubois. No yeah. shade to Dubois, but Joyce won that fight convincingly as well. So, um, yeah, man, I, you know, but, I, I, to be fair, he was, he was just waiting for the Usyk. He was every it was AJ and Fury holding up the division essentially. Um, so unfortunately, Usyk, Usyk was waiting to see if that fight gets made, and yeah. obviously, um, what's his name? I can't forget his name. <laughs> um, Joyce, Joyce was waiting for <laughs> Joyce was waiting for Usyk, so yeah, um, yeah, it just it just held up a lot of. Man, that fight's annoying, man. I don't even care if that fight's made anymore. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, I, I don't even know the undercard. It's a Queen. It's a Queen. What Queensbury promotions in it? So the undercard, no, it's probably not anything too snazzy. So I'll probably just tune in for. The, <laughs> I'll probably just. I'll probably just tune in for the main event still. <laughs> uh, do, do you know the undercard? Do, do you know anyone on the undercard? I think I think Chris Jenks is on the other card. I'm not even peeped it too closely. Uh, um, I'm not sure. Thinking, you know. mm. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll probably put it on. It. What's this Saturday? If Saturday, I'm not doing yeah. anything, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have it on. Let me see. find it. It's very promotions. It's very boxing. Um, it's, it's not a pay per view, so it'll be. On, and yeah, there's there's no other sports really keeping us company at the minute. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, uh, okay, I can see I can see the event here, but I can't see the undercard details. Are we pushing it like that. We were, we were meant to have somebody else as well, I guess. So maybe they weren't stacking the card too heavy. Obviously, yeah, Fury and Wilder was meant to be. Yeah, the same day. Yeah, yeah. Shame, shame. That's been missed. I mean, shame, yeah. shame, shame. That obviously that that's not happening. You were telling me something earlier about uh, Fury pictures of him just chilling. Bro, yeah, people get onto him because obviously, as we explained last episode, he tested positive for yeah. COVID. That's why the Wilder Fury fight has been pushed back to October. Now there's been videos of him circulating, the pictures of him circulating, where he's, he's chilling in casinos, chilling on the streets of wherever he's Vegas or wherever he is. Normal. Normal. <laughs> he's, said, normal. He's, he's out there. Like, oh there's, no, there's no isolation. There's no... Evidence of COVID. This brother, man. My man's chilling, ten toes. <laughs> so obviously, people are confused. They're like, "What the hell's going on?" Um, and no one can really explain it. So it's it all stinks, really. Um, I used I'm, to say, "What's what?" I'm, I'm not gonna, bro. I, I prefer not to speak. If yeah, I speak, I'll I be think, in big trouble. All I'm saying is what we've seen. That like he's out here. <laughs> yeah. If I speak, I'll be in big trouble. That's all. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. that. <laughs> and obviously, obviously, um, the talk is the speculation is um, the ticket sales for the fight are poor. Um, mm. Half the seats are empty. Mm. Uh, if you check online or something, um, 
Well, Bob Arum saying they've sold 14 million tickets or so, 40 million dollars, 40 million dollars of tickets or something nuts. <laughs> and yeah, the maths ain't maths, ain't maths ain't cheap, as you said last time. So, where the math um, ain't mathed. So, yeah, oh, we, who, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Like, we're tired at this point of the paid detective and all this. When you're ready to fight, fight. Brother, everyone, is, everyone is so tired of this fight and this saga, you know. Everyone is so like, all my mates who are like, even like obviously casual fans, they're just like, I don't care about this fight, blah, blah, why, etc. cetera. Well, they're, they're just, the whole situation, they're tired over. It's, it's standing for boxing as a sport, you know. Yeah. This, this whole saga is, is embarrassing for boxing. Yeah. Big time. Because casuals are looking at it, it's like, is, is this the sport you man are watching? Yeah. <laughs> is this the sport you man? Like, it's, it's embarrassing it. for the whole sport. Yeah. That a fight that everyone could look forward to doesn't happen. And they don't know why it's not happening. That, well, why is he fighting Wilder now? What's happening? Yeah. Oh, he's not fighting Wilder anymore. He's been pushed back. It doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a mad one. Boy. But here we are. Here we are, man. We, we, like fools every week. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering you hot, <laughs> hot, hot content. <laughs> Boy. But yeah, um, let's leave it there. Nice little quick episode there. Um, once again, hats off to Jamal Charlo and Brian Castaño. Really, really enjoyed my Saturday evening was complete with that one. Really, really enjoyable. Um, but yeah, man, this is an episode 47 Trap Season Podcast. Once again, I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace. <laughs>